is the Rising Sisterhood Podcast, where we're on a mission to create a movement of success for women globally so they can be celebrated, empowered, and decide to rise regardless of the circumstance. I know you're here to be inspired by bold women courageously sharing their stories of overcoming fear and listening to intuition so together we can amplify our voices. Today, I invite you to join our sisterhood and rise with us. Today, I'm chatting with Jillian, who is an award-winning travel writer, author, copywriter, retreat leader, and mama whose mission is to empower women, especially other moms, by telling stories, amplifying voices, and creating a sacred space and community. So excited to chat with you, Jillian. Me too. Is there anything from your extensive bio that maybe I forgot to share with everyone? (laughs) No, you covered it. <laughs> well, except for maybe my my stint doing um, custom bikinis when I lived in Costa Rica, but that's not really applicable to my writing career. So <laughs> we'll have to talk about that later for sure. I want to hear the story behind that. Um, when I was reading your bio just now, I was like, oh my gosh, she does so many amazing things. Like, how do you like do all of it at one time? But I'll have I to. don't. Well, I don't do it all at the same time. That's how I <laughs> Yeah, that's the secret. So I'm I absolutely love your story that you share in the book. And I would love for you just to kind of give us some detail about that. Don't share all of the secrets or all of the information because we want people to go read, but tell us a little bit about that journey that you're sharing. Yeah, I'd love to. So the journey does start out actually in Costa Rica where I used to make the custom swimsuits. And um, I did a lot of things in my 20s. I was a big traveler. I did travel writing. I worked on cannabis farms. And I was like a very free spirit. And at the end of a year-long solo trip around the world, I got robbed. And so there went like... (laughs) a whole year's worth of work and photos and anything that wasn't published on social media, boom, gone. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to let this stop me. I'm going to keep going. And, um, and then a month later I found out I was pregnant while I was in South America visiting my boyfriend. And it was just like, boom, boom, like a huge one, two punch. And it was, um, it was intense. It was really intense to try and get back on my feet. And it took a while, but, um, that's that's kind of what the story is about. Not just getting on your feet, but like the whole process from when you have this huge faith in yourself and this determination to make something happen and you realize you cannot do it like on determination alone. You cannot do it on belief alone. Like it takes a lot of things combined together, including support to like get back up and fly again after you fall. I love that because so many people will just say, oh, if you just, you know, believe Mm. that you'll do it, then it will happen. You know, like that movie Field of Dreams, if you um, believe it, it will happen or whatever. When they're talking about the baseball field, way back. (laughs) But life doesn't work like that. I I feel like you have to, you have to have that belief, but you have to have action behind it. Right. Um, And so even like with the power of manifestation, it doesn't just happen because you believe it. You're taking action on the back end to really help it. So when you were kind of thinking through, okay, I'm going to write this story and I'm going to share 
something from my my personal life. Why did you pick this story specifically to share with the book? Um, gosh, because it was probably the most uh, difficult thing I've ever had to deal with in my life. Like having that hard drive stolen, there was, I don't know how many thousand pictures. There were two book manuscripts in there. There was countless stories. It was like, when you get robbed, sometimes it's the things that really hurt. But in this case, it was like the whole loss of all this time and effort. It was an identity issue because I also got pregnant. And then it was like my future plans getting robbed too. So it was the past and the future. I had plans to write a book and um, I eventually did. But at that time it was after, after I got robbed, it felt like, great. Now, what am I going to do? All my notes, everything. And so it just, I don't want to call it rock bottom, but it was definitely um, one of the most challenging things that I've had to deal with. I think on a more mental maybe, but yeah, it just felt like that was it. That was the thing. That was the thing I needed to share. So it was like everything colliding all at once. And it just felt like so heavy. I can just just feel like that's so... You know, that people might not have been going through like that same exact kind of struggle or situation, but there's so many people out there listening or reading through your book where they're like, oh my goodness, like all of these things are like hitting me at the same time. I feel buried. I feel like a failure. I feel lost. Those people that are experiencing those feelings, what would you say is like the most important action for them to take to start like uncovering and like digging themselves out of that, uh, so to speak. That's a really good question. I think there's actually two answers. I think it has an internal component and I think there's an external component. I think the internal component is really being honest with yourself about, um, I don't want to say the like guilt, but taking some responsibility for how you got there. Um, that's not to say that it's your fault, but, um, just being honest with yourself about how you got there and then finding people that you love and trust that you can ask for help that can support you. I think support, um, from friends, family, soul, family, those two things put together are, I think that's what is going to pull you out and help you see past that, like, boom, 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 like in your face constantly. Yeah, I love the fact that you mentioned support and even kind of like the accountability within that support where they're just kind of, you know, you know, you cannot do this alone. We really, we're never doing anything alone. We're always locking arms with somebody. And I think that's so like timely that you say that just because you personally gave me support earlier in the week. So I know like, I know what it feels to like, feel like, oh my gosh, all of these things. And then you just ask like, Hey, I need a pep talk. I need somebody to kind of give me some tough love and you're getting that support. And it really helps you kind of like, okay, what's my actual next step. And for me, it was like saying, let's, what can I actually do right now to get out of where I was? And that support is just so, it can magnify all of the, the love that you just aren't aware of at that point. Yeah. And it can be really hard to ask for that support, you know, but um, for whatever reason that we think that we have to do it ourselves or that we're stronger if we figure it out by ourselves. And that's a flat out lie. Like we are stronger when we ask for help. We are stronger when we lock arms with someone, just like you said, like it, it amplifies that joy. It amplifies those feelings of um, 
like love and support and community. And if, if you don't ask, a lot of times people don't know that you need it and you have this exterior of having it all together. And, and that's, it's not really the whole truth and it's not helpful for other people like to inspire them to ask for help when they need it to. Yeah. There's nobody in the world that has all of their stuff together. No, no one in the world, like not even Oprah, you know, not even like, uh, like Tony Robbins. I'm just trying to think like all of these people, they do not have their stuff together, but they have a team of people who support them that make it appear that way. So let me just kind of ask you, I want to hear what your favorite quote is because your book is full of golden nuggets or your (laughs) chapter is full of golden nuggets. And I know you have your favorites. I have my favorites, but why don't you tell us what is that one um, quote that kind of stands out from your chapter? Okay. It's, it's kind of a longer one, so I'll have to read it, but uh, it's, it's when things kind of come together, like in my own head in the, in the story. So it's, the truth is when you take a leap of faith and you trust your heart when everything else doesn't make sense, It's not the leaping that requires you to trust yourself the most. It's not even the free fall afterwards. It's when you realize that you can't actually fly. The crash landing of complete self-doubt where you can't move or even breathe because you're in so much pain and you know you messed up and you don't think you'll ever trust yourself again. That's when you begin to understand that you have to grow your own wings. You can have faith in life or in God, but if you don't have faith in yourself, you'll never get up. You'll never fly. I love it. It like gives me like goosebumps each time I see it and I read it and I've read like every chapter a million times. But um, to me, like it's like that, especially that piece, it's like, uh, like butter to me. Like it just feels like so like just kind of encapsulate like all of these things that we've all experienced, but you just like put that like, just feels so like, heartwarming to hear somebody else kind of explain that that piece I love that um I am so honored that I've been able to kind of read your journey um learn about you just become like part of your circle I would love for you to tell everyone like why did you choose this book like when it came across your digital desk so to speak what made you say I'm gonna do this um That's a good question. I think there were two reasons. One, I hadn't rewritten my story after I'd gotten robbed yet. And the idea of writing a whole book was just way too intimidating. And so the idea of writing a chapter felt very doable, baby steps, you know? And then when you took over the project, it was um, the whole project gained a new layer of meaning, like sisterhood, coming together, rising together. And it... um, it just felt even more powerful. It wasn't just a, a nice story. It wasn't just a nice project. It was a meaningful project, an impactful project. And I, and that's when I was like, yes, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, because everything is, you know, all of our stories are different, but in my eyes, we're all, we each have a parallel story. We're just kind of yeah. different characters, different plot twists are, are in there. So we can always learn from somebody else and how they transformed. There's a lot of people out there who are probably listening and reading the book 
who are saying, you know, I, I do think I have a story to tell. I do think people can learn from me. Um, and I think I can impact and change people, but I'm really scared about being vulnerable. What is that? Some, what would you tell that person to kind of give them the courage to step in and, and share? Um, I think, vulnerability is a tremendous strength honestly um it's it's scary for all of us to share our stories we didn't we didn't share our stories because we're brave or we're fearless um it's scary it is always scary to put yourself out there but when you think about the potential of your story just changing one person's life and then ask yourself is it worth it is it worth facing my fear if i can help one person and if that answer is yes, then you have no good reason not to write your story and get it out there. If that answer is no, well, then maybe you should just do it because it's fun. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's never not scary ever, but it's got a lot of potential. That is life in general. It's never not scary, right? Like we're, yeah, always, right? we're always doing something new. We're always jumping a hurdle. We're always overcoming something. Um, and it's so true what you said. Like if you can influence one person, you are an influencer. You don't have to have like 10,000 people. It's just that one person that is going to make a meaningful change. And who knows the impact that person will then make. So it's like the ripple of change that you yeah. can become the beacon for is just, it's enormous. Um, so I am so thankful and honored and grateful to meet you and to listen to your story and your transformation. And I know that everyone else, more than one person is going to resonate with the idea of, you know, how do we identify and, and step into that faith of ourselves when we're mm -hmm. faced with challenges and and really stepping into that person that we're truly meant to be. I thank you so much for sharing. Thank, that. You. thank you. Thanks for thanks for having me here and for really picking it up and, and making this project happen and having me be a part of it. It's been great. I'm, I am more honored, even though it's lots of long, long life. <laughs> uh, it's been so fun. And I, I really appreciate you stepping up and, and sharing and, and all of these things. Is there anything else you wanted to share before we sign up? Any additional golden nugget you might have? Mm, additional golden nuggets. You shared um, so many already. It's hard to I know. think of another one, right? I, I just, I guess I know that right now is not um, the most responsible, safe time to travel, but when it does feel fun and safe, um, don't underestimate how transformational it can be to get out of your comfort zone and go places and do things and meet people who think different than you. And um, it has changed my life. I, I can't even count how many times. Like I can't, I just can't. So if you get the chance, don't be scared, go. <laughs> yes. And when Jillian's doing her retreats in Italy again, hopefully next year, yes. we'll all go together so we can experience something super transformational. 
Thank you again yes. for coming on today and sharing your story. And remember, if you are ready to purchase that book, go to the risingsisterhoodbook.com backslash purchase. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Rising Sisterhood podcast today. Be sure to visit our website, therisingsisterhoodbook.com to learn more about our Rising Sisterhood movement and how you can also become a co-author in our next collaborative book. And if you've enjoyed listening to this episode, you may want to check out our latest book on Amazon. Just go to therisingsisterhoodbook.com backslash purchase to be directed to the Amazon checkout page. We appreciate your support. And remember, our sisterhood sees you. If you've ever felt invisible, this movement is for you. We see you. You matter.